Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode three of the Bakugan Wiki podcast. I am your host, Venomous Brass, and joining me today are... I am Hato. I'm the one with the subscriber count. Also go by Lamar Devante. Sadly enough, uh, Siwadai cannot join us, so we go on to our next person. You thought it was Siwadai, but it was I, Rigatoni Jones! <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of things for you today. Uh, new product reveals, and oh my god, this could be a legitimate card game? Stay tuned. First oh. off, let's discuss... Uh, some of the new products that came out uh, or it were uh, leaked, so to speak. Uh, we got three items, the case, a card collection, and a starter pack. Let's start talking about the case. All right. So uh, honestly, it's kind of interesting how they did the case because it no longer has specific slots for the Bakugan. And I'm not sure how to say it, but it's more like to... Um, it's, it almost feels like when you just have something like almost like a small pedestal i'm not sure how to describe uh, it it's like kind it's of like secure. an o-ring yeah yeah that's a, that's probably the best way to describe it and i think it's interesting that they went that route i um, thought that that was how the other cases were anyway well, well not not like the uh the new Vestroya stuff but uh, the uh the later GI things like and Invalian after. invaders and mectanium surge they had yeah. those yeah, yeah gi and after it used that same uh two circular protrusions keeping the Bakugan in place. Yeah, but then uh, something else I noticed about this. One of our users over on Bakugan Wiki uh, commented that there's a, it looks like there's a quite a bit of wasted space. And I actually noticed, yeah, that's kind of true. Like, if you look, there is a spot in the middle where you can use the... Uh, where you can put the cards, like on the other cases. However, in this case, you could only put three Bakugan in there instead of six. And yeah. then there's a whole nother spot which holds a stack of Baku cores. But there's Not a lot can. of empty space around it that really could fit two stacks. I don't now, know that's why. where I'm disappointed, because they were... I think their idea of not having the boxes to allow for a bit more freedom in the Bakugan, considering what happened previously, um, when we got later on to it, such as the Bakugan really having more protrusions and such, let's just look at the Wolverine Bakugan, for example. Um, I think it was a good idea in theory, but they didn't execute it well. They should have really sticked for the more boxes on or just get rid of the wasted space. Um, also, uh, I just want to mention that these were brought to light by the uh, you, uh, sorry, r slash Bakugan Discord user Deathblade. So a huge thanks to him. He wanted to be credited. And of course, we need to cite our sources in this case. He found these off of Amazon. And again, thank you to Deathblade for bringing this to our attention. I really appreciate it. It's, it give, it's given us a lot of great information. We've been able to speculate a fair bit, and we're going to continue doing quite a bit more of that. And seeing as Amazon and, took down its listings so soon afterwards, it's really good that we found it in time. So thanks to him again. Of course. Right. So let's discuss some of the contents of the case. For one, uh, the case looks like it's going to act in a similar way to the Gandalian Invaders and Mectanium Surge ones, where you can take two of them and put them back to back and actually have them connect into one big case. Though, kind of stability with that makes me kind of weary, because my two cases, it's not that good. 
But then yeah, what we actually have what we actually have included in the cases themselves, uh, whereas the old cases came with a Bakugan, these cases include a Bakugan, Dragonoid, as well as two Baku cores. And seeing as on the package it says Dragonoid without mentioning an attribute, if it is consistent with the packaging where uh if it's just the name, it's the anime attribute or anime accurate attribute, uh, then it would be a Pyrus Dragonoid. And this is supported by the fact that it is a Pyrus Dragonoid also shown in the listing. But what confuses me about this is that is there a character card for that Dragonoid that comes with it or not? And would it include any ability cards? Yeah. That's a good question. I want I want them to actually include I think they're going to be forced to include a character card as well because obviously we know that that's an essential for the game right now by the looks of it considering that every release has one so far. Yeah. yeah you what would do think, you You would think they'd oh. add one. What do you think about this special guest see what I? Oh, wow. Thanks, guys. I mean, it's just such an honor to be here. Um, it's 10 minutes late to recording. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. If you're watching this before or after, I don't know. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. We forgot that. Woo. <laughs> Organized. Okay. Yeah. We're talking about the case. That's right. Yeah, we're, talking, we're talking about the case right now. Um, also, I actually want to bring something. This was not in the Amazon listing, but after looking around, and of course, uh, this is in the system for numerous different stores, just going to leave it at that. But this is something that we have found. Um, it's not exactly public information, but we did end up finding this. This is confirmed information. And this is the price for the Bakugan storage case. And it's coming at, it's coming, wow, I'm sorry, I am really stuttering there. It's coming at $16.99 American dollars. So we'll just say $17. And That's pretty nice. If you guys want to talk about the price, since I really have been going on a long spiel. So go for it, guys. How much, well, were, that, how much were the prices of the other season cases? Um, The other season cases, I'm actually not too sure, going to be completely. It's hard if to find. I remember correctly, they were like 15 so this actually isn't that bad. It's yeah. actually exactly the same price because it comes with a normal Bakugan. So, so $7. That's a $7. And then, it, and then it includes some cores as well, so that's a little bit more value for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and let's remember that uh, the Dragonoid is $7. Something else we you know, Bakugan podcast coming out, you guys strong with that information. So if we say that the Bakugan's worth $7, you're paying $10 for the case, and it's kind of reasonable, but I think this is something where I want to wait for it to go on sale. Because it's yeah. really expensive, quite honestly. Yeah, and I can just use my old cases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's actually a really great thing, uh, backwards compatibility, if they're about the same size. Yeah. That'd be really nice. I think they are going to be backwards compatible, because just looking at the size, I don't think that they're going to go for, like, 57 millimeters. Come on. Yeah, no, I, I think 57 is a bit much. I don't think 57 is enough. If every Bakugan is not the size of Drothon, I will not fund this re- reboot. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm that's downloading the entire other. reboot if Bakugan are not the size of Drothon. How big would that make the case? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> too big. <laughs> big That'd enough. be huge. 
And then like the deck of size cards would become the meta. Yeah, but which but it would make that seventeen dollar oh. price tag really, really good. Oh, <laughs> like, doesn't, yeah. doesn't the uh, card pack come with a deck of sized character card? Oh, that's yeah. a good point. Let's, <laughs> actually run, let, let's actually run right into that. Yeah. So, another product we have releasing is called, I believe, the Battle Brawlers Card Collection. If you guys remember some of the uh, the boxes that came out in uh, previous seasons, mostly like Battle Brawlers and New Vestroya, that had just a bunch of cards in them. This is kind of similar but it actually includes three booster packs of what looks like 10 ability cards. Booster packs, booster packs. <laughs> yeah, this, is, like, this is really great that there's booster packs in this. Oh, and then, uh, I in actually... addition, it also includes uh, one oversized, uh, looks to be a character card of an Ultra Bakugan. The two we've seen so far are Dragonoid Ultra and Pyrus, and uh Nilius Ultra in Darkness. Yeah. I actually had to think a bit to get that name oh, correct. And also we I think we've seen another Ultra card. I could be wrong, but I believe uh before Hado so, cut off, I believe he's talking about uh Hydrus Ultra with the that's... product that we're talking about next. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned oh. for that. But um, there there is I... a good there's a good chance that an oversized Aquas Hydrus Ultra yeah. could be so the third variant card we haven't seen yet. The three booster packs we've had so far have been uh, See What I? Uh, three boost... Wait. The th- yep, the three booster packs that we've seen so far, the Bakugan on them have been... Oh yeah, so it's been Aquas Hydrus, Darkus, uh, Nilus, and Pyrus Dragonoid, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so, I want to point something out, to be honest. Um, when I look at these packs, they have Battle Brawlers in there in a different... This is a font we have not seen at all. Uh, yeah, it kind of reminds which, me of Beyblade, to be honest. But I think it's important to look at this, because I think they're going to be pulling something like Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Magic the Gathering, and I can name tons of other card games. But I think they're going to start doing pack series. And if they end up doing that where, cards are, where certain ability cards are exclusive, that's going to be amazing. I think that's really... Yeah. If they do a competitive scene, that would help them push product, which is the aftermarket <laughs> would be amazing and they could sell to local game stores. Exactly. That'd be fantastic and was definitely something the old game was missing. Yeah, Redekai actually sold to uh, card shops, even though Redekai was a horrible burning mess. Welcome well, to the Redekai podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Redekai podcast with your host, Rigatoni Jones. We leak the entire card set for Redekai. I mean, anyways, no, no one was supposed to know about that. Thank you very much. Anyway, so let's see. We got a bit of that. There were also a few things. Uh, there were also a few things that I believe were mentioned in the card collection listing. Uh, yeah, I actually have that here. I can read some of the important stuff off here. Please do. Um, so it talks about collecting these as trading cards so that it can give a boost to your collection. There's over 30 Bakugan trading cards. So there's four different types of cards, action, evo, hero, and flip. 
there's going to be rare cards um, to take you to the next level. It says I, each pack will contain at least two rare cards and at least one super rare, which is interesting. I want to mention that one later, but I'm going to go through this again. Uh, an exclusive collector card, which is the oversized Dragonoid Ultra Promo, or, well, Ultra Promo, because it's going to vary between which one you buy, obviously, and you'll be able to see that. And it says how it's a good uh, gift for kids. Um, if you guys are okay, I actually want to mention something about the card rarities. Go for mm, it. Yes, go for it, please. So they talk about a super rare rarity. They also have awesome rare or Bakug, and then it just it probably means to say Bakugan something or other. But now they're adding card rarities. We did not have this at all when it came to the original game. We had the powerhouse set, which would have the two exclusive foils and that the holographics. Um, but Super rare Bakugan cards is not something common. The only time we've ever had that was promos from Baku Tech, as well as the cards given away at BakuCon. So now they're adding rarities to it, as well as having actual packs, which may be different sets and different series. I think they're really actually making this into a more viable toy card game hybrid, and I'm very impressed. That is something I'm very, very interested to see them integrate into the actual game. Now, uh, let's discuss these oversized cards, because I get mm. that we haven't seen any of the ability cards yet, but these oversized cards are pretty much the first time we've actually seen anything involving the Ultras getting uh, their own cards. Yeah. Now, if you take a look at this, I believe we discussed it a little bit last time, how the character cards had a B power on them. Now, you'll notice that a uh, Dragonoid Ultra... The large card has 500 B on it, but then the Nilius Ultra has 200 B on it. Oh, what's uh, going on there? What about the uh, numbers it's, on it's the unusual, side? It's unusually low. What's about the one-digit number? Uh, it's like a some odd fist in the air icon. Uh, Dragonoid Ultra has five. And Nilius Ultra has six. It looks like okay. something off of the Baku course, because we do have the Flaming Fist, and we had some Moon Fist as well. It looks similar right. to that. But of course, And then another thing I'm noticing right here is if you look in the upper right corner of the Dragonoid Ultra card, it has like a shield and a sideways Flaming Fist in the hexagon shapes. And then if you look at the cores shown in this set, it is those exact two cores. Oh, it so does that for Nilius as well. It's the it exact the same for Nilius Ultra as well. Yeah, what exactly. I'm thinking is that Ultra Bakugan aren't like uh, a diamonds in the way that they're Evos, but instead just different versions of the regular Bakugan that have the gimmick of flipping over the Baku core. Yeah. yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, also, um, something that DM actually pointed out before, to few, but I'm not sure if others did. On the back of the ability cards, it has a flip image. I'm not sure how to describe it, so you guys can go Tap. for it. So Tapping. me, as the local card game boy, it's a symbol that's commonly used in card games for tapping. But since Wizards of the Coast owns that word, we call it resting. And when you rest a card, that's generally in a card game where you activate that card's effect or attack with that card or whatever. And I have a theory of what this might be used for. 
upcoming in the second next section, the section Fine. after next section. All right. So if we're about done talking about the card collection as it comes, let's discuss the price. So it looks like from the same sources, it looks like this card collection will cost $12.99 US dollars. So 13 bucks pretty much. And now let's talk about that price first off. You're paying $13 and you're getting the oversized card. So if we do 13 divided by three, um, you are just paying just a bit over dollars per pack which is right in line with pokemon and that's the thing it's a good price that's a good price and Uh, that whole idea actually brings up something a little bit that i thought of there is a good chance that this could potentially lead to individual booster packs being sold in stores like i'm thinking at this point probably five dollars a pack would be Mm something it wouldn't be too bad and it'd give for a little bit more of an incentive to get the uh card collection yeah and also uh it would provide something on the shelves for the like kids to buy with their pocket money for exactly five dollars because five dollars uh as in the words of kodak have always been that uh that pocket money sweet spot Mm mm-hmm and I think if they're really trying to make Bakugan a bit more of a viable card game and make the cards much more important, this is definitely something they're going to want to look into selling individual packs. Yes, that's what, honestly, I feel like right here they're being much more competitive with the Bakugan cards than they previously were. Um, obviously, now they're creating specific sets, and it's not just there are the subsets for Bakugan, which are mixed in throughout, and you really have no way of knowing what you're even going to get this time, uh, that time around. But now this is a completely different thing. This is literally a Bakugan game changer in the way they're distributing the cards. Yeah, this Bakugan. is going to be quite an amazing thing to see play out. No, it's not a game changer. It's adding a game where there was none before. True that. Oof. True that. Oh, welcome back, See with I. You've been kind of silent. Hmm. Uh, don't be mean, Hoddle. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I feel like we have really milked the whole card game aspect enough because we have Rigatoni 1 in a right. separate section. All right. Mm-hmm. So we've milked the card game long enough. Let's talk more about the card game. <laughs> How about we take a look at this next item? Ah, uh, yes, the, the triple deck. pack. So, as far as we're aware, there is no official name for this yet. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I think it says starter pack on the Amazon page. I'll go check that real fast. All right. Uh, but uh, for I now, it's... Up. Um, it, it does say starter pack one and then gen, which could be a labeling for which variant it is. But of course, it is a starter pack. So see what I was correct. All right. I mean, so. Rigatoni, sorry. <laughs> you you right. did that so, before in the last podcast. Oh, we no. have the starter pack. It says starter deck here on my screen, but I'm not looking at the product page. So uh we have this and what is included in it as far as we're able to see is if i may scroll up a little bit this bit of a an, an annoyance here but it comes with three bakugan two regulars and one ultra the particular one we're looking at includes 
uh, looks like an Aquas something or other. Trox. Oh, that's a Trox. An, an Aquas Trox, a Chaos Nilius, and a Pyrus Hydorus Ultra. Uh, uh, it, it will include the character cards to match, except for the Aquas. For some reason, it shows a Fangzor. I imagine that's just a misprint or mis, uh, mistake with the listing and not actually what comes in the starter deck. Probably. It'll also include six Baku cores, so that's two per Bakugan. And then most interesting here, instead of including three ability cards, it includes a decent stack. It's a Looks metric like- shed load of ability cards. Like, that's honestly, when you look at the image, you'll see how thick it is. It's probably thicker than my wallet, even when it's empty. It's, it's 20 it's to 30. thicker than Thickanoid. Thickanoid. That's a new and, name and for you guys. is thick. But yeah, yeah. This, this stack of cards looks to be at least 10 cards strong, possibly even more. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if it's more because it looks very big. But of course, it's about perspective and yeah. how many cards you just kind of threw into Photoshop. Yeah, <laughs> you can count more than uh, 10 cards in that stack. And uh, it looks like maybe 20 to 30 even. But it all looks of these, than a phone. Yeah, all of these uh like descriptions for these new products have been the same stock thing. So we have not been able to see like the listed contents. So we cannot tell if it's like a deck of cards or if it's like 20 random ability cards or whatever. Or if it's even some booster packs. But that's okay because we do know the price of this one as well. Again, searching again, same place, same source. This comes in at... $29.99, so we'll just say $30. And that's surprising because when you look at the Brawler pack, which has two Ultras and three Regulars, that costs you $30 as well, and you save $11 on there. You literally have enough to buy another Ultra with that money. Yeah, I'm thinking if anything is priced incorrectly, it's this. I'm thinking they might be using the same pricing model from the battle pack just because um, it's similar product, but I don't know. I just I just don't see them selling this for 30, even if it comes with the 10 to 20 ability cards. I just don't see the value in that. Yeah, I honestly don't either. Like, if you do a little bit of rough math, uh, and you take a look, the Ultra is $10, and the two regulars are 7 each. So that comes out to 24 total. And then, in it, and then when you take out the three ability cards you should be getting, you're left with what's essentially a booster pack and a half, which I guess kind of is a... Decent deal, but not that great. It really should be more like $20 for the starter pack. To be honest, the way I look at this is that you spend $30 where you get two Ultra Bakugan and three regulars, and you save $11, which is amazing, which is fantastic, because as we know, it's $7 for the regulars, $10 for the Ultras, and you know already high enough, but you're saving $11. That's an amazing value pack right there. But then we look at this, and you can get a metric shed load of ability cards, one Ultra, and two Bakugan, where you are not saving anything. And if anything, it feels more like you are breaking, breaking even with that stack of ability cards. So it's product over paper. That's how I view it. What if 
I, how I see it is that if there's 20 to 30 cards, uh, because it looks like more than 10, uh, and if these cards do in fact form a deck, which we'll talk about in the next section, uh, it that would be so minus the three ability cards you would normally get from buying the Bakugan on their own. Uh, that's like uh, 17 to 27 extra ability cards. And that's a lot of packs. Oh, yeah. That is a good bit. And yeah, honestly, it's really depending on the amount of ability cards in there, but of course, is some sort of, it's, it's an official mock up. I don't know how many. Sorry, friend. Uh, Hado, yeah. you're cutting out. You're cutting out an awful lot, dude. All right. Give me one second. All right. So, uh, just a bit of a, another thought here. Uh, if you guys remember how the starter packs were way back in the day, even if we're talking about triads and trinities, you know how it's pretty much three of everything, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but then this starter pack comes along, and we've got three character cards, six cores, three Bakugan, and a bunch of ability cards. There is a good chance that if this game allows you to have a pretty decent-sized deck of abilities for you to pick from, there is a good chance that they are treating this starter pack as a genuine starter pack. So that could be what the... Uh, $30 in is for. Yeah. Uh, hey guys, uh, hopefully this is not cutting as much. Sorry about that before. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll see as we go on. I wanted to say that uh, the ability cards, I feel like it's really dependent on the, on the amount. I'm glad DM actually spoke before me because my mic was cutting out because he raised a good point that this could be an actual deck. And if this is something which pretty much guarantees you ability cards and you probably don't need any more after this because there's only so much variety you can get within the first wave, I think that it's worth your money if you just buy one, two. If you had to buy three, I'm not sure why you would. But I feel like just buying two of these, you literally just got everything you need. Yeah, that's a pretty good spread for you. Now, yeah. there was something noticed by our resident Rigatoni Jones about one of the character cards and one of the Bakugan in this pack. Care to explain that? Uh, oh, yes. So when looking at the pictures of Pyrus Hydorus Ultra, in one of them, you can see it's B power and what looks like a cutoff three. We don't see any zeros after it or anything, but we can assume since every number has been a multiple of 100 so far, so far, uh, we can probably assume it's a 300 and the Pyrus Hydorus Ultra card uh, has 300 bees also, meaning that the bees on the card and the Bakugan could match, meaning that G power or sorry, B power variations are a thing of the past. And that's incredibly exciting for us people who have to, uh, you know, categorize and collect find, collect that stuff so yeah yeah because what do you think about it those of us collecting like when i sit here dealing with baku tech i'm always thinking like okay which of this is stronger did i get the stronger variant there'd be none of that here it'd just be what you get is what you get and yeah. i think that'd be very very interesting to see which also means we have bakugan with b powers ranging as low as 200 
like the Nilius Ultra we saw, if the large card is the same as the regular size card. And then we have some going as high as 900 with Diamond Dragonoid. That's a bit absurd. But I feel as if since Diamond Dragonoid is a bit of an outlier between all of them because it's an Evo and the next highest one is 600. I think that's a good enough range, especially when you look at it as a range of just two to six uh, bees since they seem to be multiples of 100. I, I don't think it's that crazy. And if we have more ability cards at our side and with that second number seeming to be higher, if the B powers are lower, I, I don't think it's something to worry about right now. And, and, then, the, and then again, the Diamond Dragonoid card actually contradicts that because 900 Bs and 9 Fists. Yeah. Overall, I feel like it's kind of interesting because... Um, I feel like this is just this is just my opinion. I really want to get this out there because, of course, there has been many varied opinions within the community, and I just want to say that I feel like right now, from what we know, um, while we may not know everything about it, the fact that it seems like the cards are corresponding to the Bakugan themselves, and it's not just random, uh, you know, just random Bakugan, because before you would most likely not know what Bakugan will come in the shipment. They're really making it where it's more focused on the Bakugan themselves. And, of course, there's the Baku cores going on and such. Uh, the potential way to actually start it off where they're giving you a ton of ability cards, really, it seems much more user-friendly. And that's something really important to consider if you're trying to get kids into your game. It's much more player-friendly. And what do you guys think of that? Uh, I think it's amazing. Like just having a game that's easy to get into uh, is like the first big, you know, milestone of your game. If it's easy to get into, then it's easy to attract customers. Oh, yeah. And without like, that. Um, oh, yeah. You go, DM. Like, let's let's take a look at Yu-Gi-Oh right now. OK, first off, I am 22 years old. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh uh, started coming out and being uh, getting slowly on its way when I was a very little kid. And uh, back then, like what we had were uh, fairly simple when you really think about it. If you try jumping in today, knowing absolutely nothing, you get to figure out the gimmicks of like fusions, which are pretty basic, synchros, which are a little more complicated, exceeds, what even, pendulums, how do they work? And then you jump all the way into what we have now, link monsters. That's a lot of stuff to process. All right. You really, in, think a, you really think a kid's going to get into Yu-Gi-Oh today? I don't think so. In Yu-Gi-Oh's defense, Xyz summoning is very simple. Synchro summoning is very simple. If anything, the most complicated mechanic is fusion because it's not using polymerization because any fusion that uses polymerization is automatically trash because you need that card in your hand, uh, meaning you have to have three separate cards drawn from your deck uh, unless if it's contact fusion, which has complicated rule, more complicated rules than Xyz synchro summoning or pendulum summoning. So, eh. right. I just uh, the reason I said that is because Yu-Gi-Oh just has so many rules added to it that you just need to know. Like, there's all sorts of like spell speeds, order, timings, and all of these different summoning mechanics that it just seems like an awful lot to learn. And also, and, and I was into Yu-Gi-Oh a lot 
at some point. And as someone who uh, periodically gets back into magic, uh, when you have to just look up all of the keywords and stuff, it's uh, it's a bit confusing when you have to get back into it after a while. But speaking of the deeper mechanics of the card game, let's go into that. In my special section, Rigatoni was dumb and messed up what were character cards and what were ability cards. Good intro, good intro. Yeah, so what it seems so far is that the ability cards are actually the red-backed ones with the tap icon on the back. And the tap icon seems as if it uh, has a little hexagonal energy symbol on it. Meaning that I think... If it is indeed a deck of 20 to 30, at the beginning of the game, you could draw a hand of five cards. And in order to get resources to play these ability cards, as we have seen that uh, Evo cards, the character cards for, um, uh, you know, the diamonds, which seem to be evolutions. Uh, We've only seen diamond dragonoids. Yeah. Yeah. And since it has that um, resource icon in the corner, we can assume that the character cards for the Evos are ability cards since Evo cards have been specifically mentioned. Yeah, I was actually about to mention that because Brigatoni and I have been going kind of back and forth all day on this topic. And I'm just looking at it right now and I'm noticing the upper right of Diamond Dragonoid's card doesn't have core symbols. It appears to have like an energy symbol, so that could easily fall in line with the abilities. So yeah, this uh, could definitely be an ability card. So what I see uh, is that action cards are like your standard spell cards in any game. Uh, You activate their effect and then you put them in the discard pile. Then hero cards could be permanents, which are cards with uh, continuous effects. Evos are, of course, Evos once you get enough resource, which I'll get into soon. uh, You can play them. And then there are flip cards, which I imagine are like trap cards. And I have an idea of how they might be played. So my current theory is that you have a a hand of five, since that's the TCG standard other than seven. Uh, And at the beginning of your turn, you can place down one of these cards and you can turn it sideways to generate one energy. And these this energy is what you use to pay for card effects like uh, any ability cards that you might want to play. And over time, you can build up this energy. And since these cards are upside down, it could be possible that flip cards are activated from this energy slot when you turn them upside down and you could activate them at a later point. Yes, this is all very interesting. If this is a. If any of this pretty much holds water into the actual rules, this is this is a card game. Mm-hmm. Like this is classic card game setup, which means and in the time of Bakugan's hiatus, Spin Master has been doing their research. Yeah, and that's a very good sign after what happened with Radikai. And what I've seen uh with the energy icons being a hexagon with a lightning bolt through them, it's entirely possible that you could either trade in a Baku core to have a Bakugan battle, or you could trade it in for extra resource. 
making rolling your Bakugan being the main way to battle and gather resource, which could be really cool. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good idea. Actually letting all of this flow in. I love the I love the whole idea of toy integrated card games. Mm-hmm. I love that whole idea. It's some, it's, it's something Monsuno probably could have tried if they ever thought hard enough. But no, I, Monsuno was its own standalone card game. I just kind of want to sneak in there. Um, what you said before is that how it is like piling up your Baku cores. And that's a really good idea. Um, honestly, I'm not sure if we're going to do that as some Baku cores will give you a symbol, which is matching to the card, or some of them are going to give you the symbol with the attribute with the B power. So it's just the plus 400 uh, on that Ultra Hadors from the starter pack. Um, I just think it's a pretty interesting idea that now it's more like you're stockpiling energy instead of just blatantly throwing hands. It's uh, it's much more... I'm going to say Refined. unique because I don't hear that too much, um, but I feel like it's a pretty good idea. Yeah, it seems like the perfect blend of using the toy's main gimmicky mechanic in a way that's, quite honestly as revolutionary as the original Bakugan was. Oh, yeah. And uh, one thing I think we should definitely keep in mind here is, of course, we're speculating here. Uh, We're just going off of what little information we know, which is pretty much just some pictures of cards and some text. Uh, If, like, this is pretty much what we would probably do if we were designing this game. Spin Master, knowing them, may do something entirely different. But if they do anything really close to this, I think this has a good shot. Yeah, because that means it's really intuitive. Because we were able to just, if it is close to the rules that we've made up so far, then it could be really intuitive because it's just stuff that we've made up so far without even seeing a single rule document or ability card other than one Evo. Exactly. That, that'd be freaking fantastic. Do it. Do it, Spin Master. Do it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's honestly, there is a lot of good stuff going on. And I just kind of sat back and listened because obviously Rigatoni is much more knowledgeable in what's going on. But I have to say that I agree with a lot of what Rigatoni said. Um, and what are you saying about getting in depth such as uh, about the flip cards and such? I feel like Spin Master is really pulling off something great that it feels much more like an actual card game and not just what can we kind of throw together to make these marbles into something that's like a game that's unique but needs work even at release. (laughs) Yeah. Seeing as the original... that's specific, but... (laughs) The original had a card game that they had to throw out. Uh Uh-huh. It's funny because, um, okay, this is one thing I want to uh, mention, and I don't know, uh, I hope you don't mind, Rigatoni, but I feel like they're much more set in their card game rules. As we know, Bakugan started with Hollow Sector points, which got thrown out before we got halfway through the series airing and got replaced with what was the normal, just uh, first to three cards wins. 
New Story kept that, Gandalfian invaders started change rules, and then Mectanium Search just threw everything we knew out the window with all their add-ons, which complicated. But now, I don't even I think, think HSP it, made it very much past Wave One. Yeah, you're not wrong there. Um, I think it only made it into Wave Two, which was seldom. But um, I feel like they're so much more prepared for this. That's the thing. They're making it specific. They're making the cards clearly attributed to the Bakugan and the mechanism of the cores themselves. But the hollow sector points are something we didn't know about. We didn't even have ability cards. And overall, I feel like Spin Master knows what they're doing. Not and only this have makes they me learned, very happy. Yeah. Not only have they learned from Bakugan, they learned from Redekai, another card game that they made. And which they, was absolute garbage. Yes. Well, the physical concept of the game was absolute garbage. If you had the game like somehow digitally, it would be better because the reason why that card game is burning garbage is because there are clear parts on the card that Rampant are different for every card. Issues. Yeah. <sighs> but at then, least the current add-ons we have aren't that bad. But also, really good point there, Rigatoni, that they're learning from past failures, because this is superior. They actually did something which no one saw coming, and it still feels like Bakugan, despite being massively different. So I think we can uh, end, wrap up this podcast lo- looking happily towards the future. Oh, yeah. I am very much looking forward to all of the new things we're going to find out, especially the day after this podcast comes out, because that seems to happen. A podcast curse or blessing, the maybe <laughs> the podcast curse. It's like if you would have just waited two days to record, you would have had a ton of new information, you know. But then uh, what would we do for the next week's episode? Come on now. That's see what I is right. That, that's a good point. Uh. So, uh, you know, um, all of season one hopefully gets leaked on Friday. <laughs> 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 let's go with Amazon employees. You can do it. Come on, Amazon. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, boy. Come on, boy. Uh, venomous Brass has been ven- Venomous Brass. That I have. And then Hotto has been muted. See what oh, I... Oh, hey, sorry about that. Um, I'm supposed to do the outro here? Are you? I don't know. I'm confused about what's going on, but... So yeah, am I. Uh... See what I... Go! Save this! Hi, my family's been really loud, so I've said three words this entire podcast. <laughs> See y'all next time. <laughs>